No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We have to do it. All right. All right. Seth, <clears throat> Seth, if you're out there. We know man, you're listening. If yeah. somebody <laughs> listening 
knows Seth Rogen, you should tell him that he needs to come on Heads Talking and needs hang to come out. On. Well, yeah, it's part of his life process that it, he comes on our show and talks with us he's, about. He's one of our faves. One of our favorites. This is yeah. amazing. I think No Simple Road and Heads Talk. Hey, now No Simple Heads Talking family. I think that the next evolution of um, who we are as a show should move into talking with um, everybody, not just musicians or authors, but also actors and, and stuff like that. We've done that. What, when? Yeah, we do. we, we've done, we haven't done any actors yet. Sydney's but, our first. Well, actor. yeah, oh, that's Sydney, true. yeah, we have had yes. an, an amazing so, actress on. Yes. That's true. Several right. times. I, I stand corrected. <clears throat> I knew, that's why I was quiet over here. <laughs> How is everybody doing out there? It's been a couple weeks since these heads talked, but yeah. we're back. We're back. How's it going, everybody? We're on the porch. Yeah, we, we are on the porch. We are coming to <laughs> you from the porch. Birds are chirping. Yep. The sun is peeking it, out. It gives a whole different thing to it. When yep. we're in there, we, we we all said it, is, it was uncomfortable, first of all, yes. sitting on hardwood benches at the dining room table. So I, I, I would find myself being like, Oh, I wish we could wrap this up. My legs asleep. My butt yep. hurts. Yeah, Darwin with farted cushion again. Or anything. It's the porch is where it all started, and that's we got to move back out here now. Yeah. With noises permitting. We had the leaf blower guy for a little bit earlier at the end of an interview we were doing today, but it's quieted down again. Yeah, man. This week on No Simple Road, midweek, we're gonna release our interview with Mojo Han. And if you don't know who they are, go check them out on Instagram uh, and also Facebook. And you can Google Mojo Hand Jam Band. They are a young band out of the East Coast that are keeping the Grateful Dead tradition of improvisational, amazing music alive. And these cats are awesome. And I'm excited for you guys to hear that. But this is Heads Talking. And we're sitting here and we're talking. So here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's we've talked about it on the show um, quite a bit over the quarantine, but the whole thing of continuing the podcast through this has been a theme lately. And I'm curious uh, with you guys how you feel about the show and how it's been going lately. Oh, um, go? I'll yeah, go. Yeah, you can go. Okay. Well, I mean, we touched on it, and it, it's... Uh, I don't know. It, it's become very comforting again. It seemed like for a little bit there, we we've expressed on some of our talking at the beginning of intros and stuff that, and in March, like in the beginning, we really didn't know exactly what face this was going to take, or we were all you know weird about everything yeah. happening. A mm -hmm. uh, lot has been transpiring since then. I mean, we're still in that area of not knowing what's going to happen but the one thing that is reassuring now is we know this is has continued and is going to continue to happen no matter what because with thank goodness for all you know the people we interview they are more than willing to come on and talk to us and we're having great conversations with people that are used to being so hectic right now like us 
yeah being on the road and planning the next thing you're at one thing and you're already planning the next you know many things or it's so, already planned for them yeah so months this, and months in advance this has become just very it, it's become to me in a way better better than it was because also know that it's going to get even better once live music comes back because we've weathered this we've made it strong and we've made it essential to ourselves and i believe i mean we're gathering more and more listeners all the time if you guys have been listening you've heard we've had some amazing interviews with david schools billy strings um and i love what we continue to do too with you know we like those guys i don't want to say they are like bigger names and stuff but then we get these younger guys like mojo hand and just we're getting our eyes open to new music all the time. Uh, we did another interview today that you guys will be hearing pretty soon. Band Escaper. Thanks, Will, for coming on the show. Yeah, there. yeah um, well, that was awesome interview. The, the, it's just it's just amazing. We talked to Michelle yesterday from Banshee Tree, who is Shout just out, living sister. her life the best, getting ready to go on a two hundred mile hike <laughs> that you'll hear lady. about in next week when hers comes out. But it's just this is it, it's back to to what it what it what it was and what it was supposed to be and beyond. And now we got the future coming up. We're starting to hear about things happening on the East coast venues opening smaller ones. So, uh, as far as the show though, that's like, I couldn't be more happy and prouder of it at this point and us and have it move back out on the porch back yeah. to the very beginning. And mm-hmm. this is the best because we're sitting in our comfy chairs. We're sitting where we're used to doing this, where we started doing this. It feels different. Yeah. What do you think, Mel? I definitely was feeling the porch vibes when you came in and I was showering and you were like, porch or inside? I was like, porch. It just, it's reminiscent of our old days where it felt fresh and new and fun and exciting. And, um, and then, but now with our maturity and our track record and, also with what's going on now so like it's i feel a little bit of a renewal and a revival myself but kind of like apple said you know those these few months of quarantine with just so many issues to be aware of um it's crazy <laughs> you know it's kind of a it's i was feeling down about it i was feeling weird about it i was feeling like i don't you talking about the show the show okay. yeah the show um and but then we would still interview these amazing guests so i wasn't sad when we were interviewing the guests i just was maybe just the emotion of everything you know and and equating it to the show as well yeah you know what <clears throat> i mean like it's all tied in together mm-hmm. but being out here on the porch it makes me just it's it's us again it feels like us again that we're able to just yeah. talk and hang out and like it's beautiful out and there's a, a certain level of um freedom and familiarity that being on the porch and sticking through this whole time um and still recording through quarantine um there's a certain like beautiful perspective that is here today yeah I, I got to agree with everything that you guys just said. You know, for me, <clears throat> when when all this started, it was, I was brokenhearted when quarantine started, as far as the show was concerned. Um, I, 
because I am the one that reaches out to the guests and plan the -hmm. festivals and I'm in contact with the organizers and so you're doing all the so I saw firsthand all that shit fall apart not that you guys didn't see it but I I was getting the emails and well, yeah, and like those emails stop all the yeah. communication for lining up the festivals. All of a sudden, stopped. Stopped, and I was brokenhearted and um, really confused as to where the future of our podcast was going to go, mm-hmm. and afraid because you know we've worked really hard. It, it it may not seem like a lot to when you sit down and listen to a podcast to know what goes into it, but there's a lot that that goes on behind the scenes that nobody sees, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of work. It's it's a labor of passion and love of, of, of ours, but it's work nonetheless. And I feel like No Simple Road was poised at this like tipping point to where we were going to blow up right before this happened. <clears throat> it was it was getting ready to go down. And then to have that snatched away, um, I know that a lot of people are feeling that out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it was, it hurt a lot. It was, it bummed me out, like, kind of how I felt about graphic design school, Mel. Like mm. I did all the work. I did everything that I was supposed no. to do and I didn't get the, Ooh. the finish line. I wasn't allowed to, but I did what I was supposed to do. God damn it. Yeah. And it, it was a drag. You mean gosh darn <laughs> But, <laughs> but now we're four and a half months in. Yeah. And in hindsight, this is the best thing that could happen because it forced us to refigure out why we d- are doing what we're doing. Yeah. Instead of just riding a wave for the sake of Cause we're doing on it because <laughs> the wave is there. Mm, that's not what's going on anymore. We are creating the momentum again. Yeah. And, and it made me re remember why I started doing this in the first place and why it was important to me and what I liked about it. And it also changed um, the way that I've been approaching the conversations with the people that we've been talking to uh, on a personal level. Before, it was very easy to go through a conversation with an artist about what's going on their their travels where they're playing current happening current event kind of stuff and this has made me re-remember i guess i I can't think of a better word to get to know the person (laughs) yeah you know what i mean renew yeah renew in a a time when everybody is getting to know themselves yeah yeah we're all like learning each other for the first time talking to people now you know like they're having these insane revelations and you know these personal transformations and so are we so we're like two new people meeting for the first time 
And that's kind of how the show feels. Like, I feel like it's familiar. Like, yeah, I remember your song, but we never met. And so now we're meeting. Yeah. I, I, I equate it to like, kind of like what Will was saying when we talked to Escaper today about musicians all going to the woodshed and practicing their craft and then coming back with something even greater than the sum of their parts because of that. We've done that. We're doing that too. We've gone back to the woodshed and we're figuring out who we are as a show and, and what we're about again. And when everything starts back up, there's going to be a renewed appreciation for the thing that we do and a deeper level of connection with the community and the artists. Yeah. That'll be different. A than new it. level of listening. Kind of like yeah. you said too. My ears you want to listen. You want to listen more. We've been missing listening to others and, yeah, it's a it's a trip to to sit on this side of it, man. And I mean, it's not over. There's a lot of people suffering and there's a lot going on. And, you know, there's a lot more suffering to come, too. I feel like that. Do you? Yeah. I don't feel like, oh, doom and gloom. I just know that it's not over. Right. It's, it's going to oh, continue. Oh, definitely not. We're in the and middle of so it. So we are learning how to be kind and relevant during a really hard time in in life for everybody yeah and one of the things that like when mel periodically would ask me like what do you envision for the show what do you what do you want no simple road to do and my answer to that was always build community and connection and through this, I, I've really realized how important that is, man. Like, to have uh, circumstances dictate that we can't gather with each other, the amount of separation that that causes all of us. And I'm not just talking about the three of us sitting here. I'm talking to you guys out there, too. Like, Yeah, the whole community. Yeah, as, as, as a human race, not even just the jam band community, just people not being able to see your family, not being able to go to your girlfriend's house or your boyfriend's house, like the level of separation that that caused and is causing, it's vital to have outlets that make you feel connected. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important that you can come to the porch, guys, and join us on a warm, sunshine beautiful windy not even windy but it's breezy breezy summer day breezy summer day summer and, and listen to our Sweet thoughts you know they're not perfect but they're ours and we are sharing them with you and we that's why we love when you guys reach out and you tell us what's going on with you or or tell us what we said or did or it helped or didn't help whatever like it is helpful to have conversations and i think that that's yes. kind of something that i missed about the porch and how the direction of no simple road went for a while was like centered around a festival or a concert or a musician where in the very, very early stages we were trying to come up with things to talk about. So we were creating the conversation, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it, it, and we learned, we all said that and that I, now it, you learn a lot from conversating, from having mm -hmm. conversations like that being put on the spot. Yeah. Each other, like, how do you feel about the show? I don't know. I didn't know until I started talking. And then you talk it out and you start, you know, then things start and then you hear others and 
Yes, conversating yeah, is essential. It's, it's a, <laughs> it, it is, and that's why <clears throat> even in our own heads, we have conversations. Like, that's why, look, that's that. My head doesn't stop. So think about how important it is when we, like you were talking about, you know. Vocalizing. Stopping the conversation and stuff like that. Or not the conversation, but the, um, like, you know, us hanging out. And Commotion? All, co- community. Oh, okay. But like when, stopping the contact and all of those things that the effects that it has, it's had a huge effect on me, like personally, a very big effect. On like me. what? Just in the sense that I'm, I'm more close. Close to the to, best. Yeah. Close to myself. Yeah. I'm not as um, free with my, I don't know, like energetically, I'm a lot more closed. Hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. That's not weird. That's odd for you. It's odd for me. It's a, that's yeah. why I'm mentioning it because I like when I'm. If you're the kind of person who's always does something and then you don't do it, you you realize it. Do you, you feel like it. something's missing? I feel like kind of hamster wheelish right now. I feel yeah. like I don't. There's no end in sight, and I don't. It's not like I don't believe something amazing's happening. That's not what I mean. I'm just at the part in the story where you get, you feel like this. I know I'm not staying here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you you get your, you know, toe stepped on and you know, it's not broken, but it fucking hurts. Like it's broken. And so you need a few minutes to scream it out. (laughs) And don't ask me what happened while I'm waiting. Yeah. Like stop (laughs) talking. Your words hurt right now. (laughs) So like, that's kind of where I'm at with that. You know, I just nope. like, I feel a little bit closed off at mom- maybe because I need it, but I'm used to giving and giving was also an aspect of receiving for me too. It was never one sided. It's a figure eight. It's the infinity symbol, you mm. know? So not doing that and just, uh, just, yeah, I, I, I feel like that. Like the hamster wheel thing. I, mm-hmm. I totally get that. Cause that's what it feels like. Right. It kind of feels like that almost kind of, doing everything on autopilot yep. just to get through the day. Each day bleeds into the next because there's nothing, there's no timeline things to break it up. And I keep doing like, I just realized that when you're saying that, like when we're doing this, it's one of the few times right now in my life that the stopped, time right? slows down where we have control of the time and the time actually means something because the weeks are just going by like this. Yeah. You've just been ba- saying, you've been saying but, that dude, go to start, go to work on Monday. And the next thing I know it'd be blink and it's like, it's Friday and now it's the weekend. Yeah, now it's September. Like what the heck? Yeah. Do we and even also doing this is the timestamp kind of right now too. When we do an interview, that's the thing I have because it's not anything else. Mm. Not going to the movie, even the simple things of like going to the movie theater, like, oh, last Sunday we went and saw the new Marvel movie or whatever. There's no time things, right? Like time stamps. Yeah. It's like work, sleep, eat, work, sleep, eat. You know, it's a trip, man. Yeah. And and it's going fast. It's also, and we talked about this with Will, but it, it also has made me. And I don't know if you guys have gone through this. I'd love to hear. But it's made me remember who I am and like what what my talents are. And it's made me um, forced me 
to be comfortable in my own skin in a different kind of a way than before. Like what? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So like before, before quarantine, not that I wasn't comfortable with myself, I'm chill, but stopping everything made me have to look at myself and not look outside at anything there. Like Apple just said, there was, there's nothing to look forward to. There's no next concert. There's no festival happening. There's no accolade to measure success of no simple road by right now. There's no nothing. And so no. And so it's, it's me like, I'm that one that's on the hamster wheel. I'm the one that's ticking the weeks by. It's in my head. And so I've had to get comfortable in this space of being on that hamster wheel. I'm, I feel it too. I was really having a hard time when this all started. I, I was losing my fucking mind for real. Like not, yeah. not joking. Yeah. yeah. For real, yeah. for real. And, you know. and I kind of broke through it. Well, and you've had a whole different, like we talked about, Aaron's had a whole different experience and being, it's a trip to, like I said, for, I was jealous, I was almost kind of jealous of Aaron. You and I don't. No, no. We, we know it through Aaron and yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely seen from the beginning to now and you being much more, you've now kind of embraced it and are using it. Yeah. You've now started using it for your art, for, for everything. Yep. Yeah. I, I realized that I'm being afforded something that I'm never, I'm never going to get this again, ever, in my entire life. I'm never going to have this time. Time With is work affording so, it. And so when we were pers- busy going and doing and everything was full steam ahead, the one thing that I always said was, I wish there was more time. And guess what? You got him. And so I'm never going to have this again. We are, all of us are never going to be here in this space where nothing's happening again. Because everything's going to, hopefully. And, and so I, it wasn't like a conscious decision of like, I better get, get, you know, get on board with what I didn't come to it like that. No, definitely not. Uh -uh. It was, it was like a slow slow boil and i was like like a, a revealing like oh shit i really so you think you're through it i feel comfortable with how things are right now i'm okay i i'm bummed that's good to hear i'm i'm super sad about not doing stuff but you you have started to i'm sure you've noticed it more than me because you're around him more it it, it used um 
month ago or so, or even three weeks ago, it was more more like all the things you were like this. I hate that. Like this is bothered. This now it's more like I love being home with Darwin. Darwin's really now it's the yeah. positive. Now we're hearing the more positive things, and you're more smiley and I feel making, better. Yeah, you look better and and are sounding better because mm-hmm. there was a few moments there we were like. Like when you have, you know, head, we dude. all know that when you have a friend that's like, oh, he's acting crazy. I can't be around that. Like I can't even yeah. with you right now yes. for a moment, like, like because you're acting crazy. It's like that thing when somebody says they're crazy, they're not. But it was kind of like, oh my god, Aaron's getting a little rough around the edges and stuff. Are you all right, bro? And you'd be like, and you started to do that. I'm just going to bed. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that all that oh, was always a thing yeah. with day like like I oh, you know I what I'm just gonna go to bed. That's my solution to it. Now you're I can't yeah you're doing a lot better. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what clicked or changed or whatever, but it sure Time. does feel good to not be losing my mind anymore. And I, you know what, I, MDMA is awesome. I I. Doing that last week, even though the it wasn't the greatest mind-blowing experience on the planet, the afterword of it, I'm not talking about the two days of feeling like shit. I'm talking about after, now. The nows, yeah. I really appreciate what that did for me. Like, what did it do? And you always ask it- me, you'll ask me like, the next day. So what'd you get out of the trip last night? And I'm like, I don't, I don't always ask you the yeah, next you do. day. Every time, every single time. Well, Sometimes mean, you don't know for what. And that's what I always, and I'm like, you know, Mel, it always, it takes me a while to figure out what happened. Yeah. And, uh, so what'd you learn? <laughs> it, what made, is it? it made me appreciate feeling good. And like where I physically, like appreciating my meat suit again. And like, because when your head isn't right and you're losing your mind a little bit, your body is connected to it and you feel all the feels of losing your head in your body. You're tired all the time. You don't feel like doing shit. You're not hungry, even though you're hungry. <laughs> Nothing sounds good to eat. Um, you're bored with your own thoughts. Like you get sick of yourself, your self-talk and all that was going on. And then we rolled and I realized like, wow, I I actually feel good. Like feeling like shit for a couple of days like that really made me appreciate it. Okay. I was going to say that's kind of what I realized days afterwards is I don't need those drugs to make me feel good because I was starting to feel like before it was like, man, I need to roll. So I feel good again. Mm. Nope. That's not the answer. No, it wasn't the no, answer that's on that not the one. Thing. No, no. It's it, like it's it, it that I realize that it's like it's like okay, drugs. I mean, it's a great extension of things, whatever. But you don't need that. Well, no, I I didn't feel like I needed it. It it did exactly what we've always said that it does. It fucking cleaned the windshield, man. It completely cleaned the windshield for me. It not in the moment, not during the trip, not two days after but now a week and a half later in hindsight i feel better man like i feel grounded and and just on my game and it's it's nice it's the first time in four months and uh 
I'm grateful for that feeling. Like that's a, that's a whole other thing. Like how often do you stop and like have gratitude for how you feel when you feel good? Most of the time I'm right. I'm, you know, just past it. What do you mean you're just past it? Like, I, I don't even recognize it or acknowledge it. It's just another day and that's that. But stopping and going, <clears throat> wow. I like It's like I, the world needed a smackdown and was like, stop. <laughs> because even talking to Will, like, you know, everybody's always doing something, planning the next thing, going out to eat, going to do their laundry, got to pick so-and-so up from the airport, coming back home, going to go visit mom, going to go work the next day, going to concert, like, I mean, and on and on and on, meet somebody for dinner. And this really put the smack down on time. Like, guys, look at what you're doing. You're, you're just as a, as a species, we're squandering our time with, like, get back to yourselves. What is going on inside your head and your body? What is going on inside your house? You know, mental, physical, all of that. And, you know, some areas are great and you can open up the curtains and let sunshine in and some areas are not and they stink and you've got to deal with it. And that's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm just dealing with the stuff that everybody's like cleaning house, cleaning yeah. house yeah. internally and physically, physically. and everything. Mm-hmm. And that, that just, it, damn, it was on the tip of my tire fire, I was going to say. Oh, the, the taking things for granted. I think that's what everybody's really, we took a whole lot. I know I, you don't do it on perp, not like you're like taking things for I'm granted with an attitude, but like we just were taking a lot of things for granted. Everything. Well, the expectation that things are going to just be the way that they yeah, always are. And that it's your right to be able to, you know, to that go whole to thing. the show or go to this, whatever, do whatever. Every, I mean, a lot of things in life are a privilege and they're afforded to us. You mm-hmm. know, I, I was watching, I can't remember what it was. There was, I was watching a movie. It was one of the sweetest things. It was a like grandpa talking to his grandson and he asked him, about like get, getting old and the grandpa looks at him and he goes he goes you know what I'm I'm fine with getting old because I've realized at this point that getting old is a privilege. Wow. That getting old, wow. you know, no matter even if you it's a I mean you think about in old times the life expectancy wasn't very so if you're living if you're old it's a privilege and yeah. it's a gift. The older you are the, <clears throat> yeah, you have this privilege and it's true you get to be somebody's word of wisdom or somebody's word of um, comfort or just a a beacon when you're older to be able to share what you've seen or what you've read or what you've been taught or what you've learned along the way. Yeah. That is really special, you know, and I don't know where I was going with that. I guess I just I'm glad um, that we're having this conversation because it feels very relevant. right Well, now. yeah. And and not to mention, too. I feel a renewed sense of pride and gratefulness, gratitude for being able to do what we do with this, with the, with show. the show. It's a, it's a, an honor yeah. to, to be a voice for the community. It's yes. a, it's a, and to have that constantly <clears throat> recognized week after week. Yeah. 
and and well, not for nothing though, we created this. I, but still, no, I know. The, I, I'm just saying, like we created it, and well, like we, we said, it's organic. It, I mean, it's yes. organic on its own. That's what it came out of, and that's what's so amazing. It's good to have gratitude for what you bring to life. Yeah. It, if how can I put this? Um, yeah, we did. We created it totally, hundred percent. But energetically, it wouldn't continue if we weren't supposed to be doing it. And so I recognize that. And I also see that as responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a responsibility in that. that Show up. Do your best. Like, (laughs) don't half-ass it. Don't 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 do it with a fucking face. Like... Mm -hmm. There, that's a saying we have in the house. Do it with a face. A, sometimes it gets overwhelming. We needed a little break last week, like we talked yeah. about yeah. it. Sometimes, well, and I think we don't want to come at it half assed no, or yeah, not truthful. Yes, mm-hmm. and in in the past, I think you know, especially when we first started, you were a little bit more strict about that, not allowing for those times, you know, and push through it. M- like now, more than ever, the show feels more like our life as opposed to us doing something in our life yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i totally get that yeah and we have gotten smooth too i remember like a year ago we were we're not ever butting heads but we were not seeing eye to eye yeah. on a lot of th- that hadn't happened in a long time no. every uh-huh. time anything that happens well, now is supposed to happen and, and it's like going good we mm. haven't did we ever like talk like writer you know no, Lab- we've never said why Ryder isn't here. Ryder, okay, so Ryder is always going to be a rotating guest on the show no matter what, but Ryder kind of decided to stop being on the show because he just truly, truly in his heart wasn't into the type of music that we listened to and just didn't, he wanted to start doing other things with his time because like Aaron said, this show is a sacrifice. There's a lot of time commitment that um, we have to put into this taking off for festivals and to travel there to come back then to record the shows that you know like there's so much and then Aaron was editing all of that on top of it so writer all that time writer just he wanted to do his own thing and I totally support that me and him had a conversation about it um just one day and he's like yeah I just want to come in like when you guys are doing heads talking or something and just you know and he le- I remember what he said to us, which was so sweet. It's so writer. He was he was like, I love it because I love you guys and you love yeah. what it's all about. That's why he was here. Some, you know, that's why he was here for it. Now he wants to do it when he's feeling well, it. Was loves it. And yeah. Yeah. He's not going to all these festivals with us and stuff. It's, you yeah, know, it's not his scene. He's not into it. And, and but I, he is still as much of the family as ever. We live yeah, there with them. Yeah. We, so just know, a good, in case when people are wondering. Um, yeah. We haven't really addressed yeah. it. I think we addressed it once when he did a heads talking, just like, yeah. I and, remember and then that. that, but that, yeah. But yeah. So he, if you guys are wondering, that's what happened. Right. We love him. He's around, he hangs out. Um, but yeah, he's, he wants, you know, he lives with his um, aunt and uncle and his cousin and his best friend, Ap- Apple. And you're growing he's up. He's half our age. <laughs> yeah, he's half our age. And, you know, he's 26. Like, you got to kind of explore your own life and see what your interests are. And, you know, be on the computer, go visit your friend, whatever is his life, um, aside from what his aunt and uncle and, you know. 
yep. um, do. So yeah, it was we a, love Ryder. We love you, Ryder. And so much. For all you guys out there that love Ryder, know that he's okay and everything's cool. <laughs> and if you got anything to say to <laughs> you him, get fired. You, can, oh, yeah. you can keep on. Yeah, you can keep. Yeah, we will. Everything gets to Ryder. He knows. He got fired from oh, yeah. No Simple Road. <laughs> no, man. You know what? I said it. Um, and he enjoys his time while we're recording. He he's literally, off in his room chilling. Yep, he's chilling. He's like making House himself is quiet. Some, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's benefiting. <laughs> I said it. Um, I don't know what interview, but. If I can't be honest with you guys, what the fuck? Like, if we can't be honest with the listening No Simple Road family. Sometimes I can't be honest because it's too personal. Well, okay, there's a difference between. So so I'm not. You're not going to lie, though. You just Mm -hmm. won't say anything. Yeah, Yeah, we just won't discuss. Yeah, it's omission. I'm not talking about the dump I took this morning. Like, they don't need to hear that. But there's. I'm not going to lie about how I feel if I'm asked a question. Yeah. And. That's where we're at, man. I thought it would be cool to just check in with you guys and say hi and do a heads talking this week because we felt it. So the past couple of weeks were rough and yeah, we weren't feeling it. Was it was a so. super nice break too. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it felt so nice for me to have my man back because you know you got he. It takes a lot to. So we're recording. We're sitting right next to each other. We're hanging out, and it's great. And then he, for at least a couple hours, he's on the show. And so then it's late and I got to wake up early. And like, it was just nice to not share you for two weeks or two days or whatever. However long yeah. Well, because like this now, Aaron, I was being he'll, be going, he'll be going to edit this for a while. Yeah. While I finished dinner and he's, you know, he's. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going to put it out our, today or tomorrow. Well, that's why he's our conductor. <laughs> yeah. And we, I mean, he is the conductor. He do does. All, he does all the social media. Yeah. He does all yeah, the shout I mean, out to he, you, babe, because you keep it hot. You really do. I love it. I know you do. I love it. And it's cute, you guys, to see <laughs> it, to see Aaron drawing I like do. a little. I love the way you said that was like a cute little boy. He's like, I love it. I love. I do. Like, I love it. He has his like little ultra futuristic notepad that he has his pencil <laughs> and he draws and he's making us a new logo, and he's like making all this cute Grateful Dead art and all his little um characters and it's it's great to see your partner r- interested in something and that spark that it brings in their eye and i I love i love the build up to that too it was so hard for this dude to order himself a new (laughs) ipad you would never see anything like most people are like like, yeah brian he even when he got it 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 took about a week 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 and a half for him to find every day i was like so is it it worth it and he's like well maybe about half the price of it and then then one day he he was after you'd drawn a couple things he was like totally fucking worth it so worth it dude look at all this stuff i did check this out like mel said he wanders around it's like it it's his canvas yeah he's sitting out here he's out here in the morning with coffee you know he's yeah he's you guys are gonna end up seeing some of this stuff pretty soon too it's good yeah, man. There's a new No Simple Road logo coming pretty soon, baby. If I decide, it's in to the works. We're getting little sne- on it. We're getting little snippets here and there, and so it's, it's inspired dope. by Rick Griffin and my mind. It's a mashup between um, my influences as an artist and something that I've been drawing for twenty plus thirty plus years over and over again. So I figured, what better thing which is a very popular image right now yeah and, and has yeah. been for right 
Yeah. So what better thing to represent who we are as a show than that? So yeah. little little teaser. I, I've been said that. I know. I'm listening. You've been, you been said that. I've I been just, said been, that. I've been, been like, done said it. I've been done said that. That's like 2017. <laughs> He's just catching up in 2020. Yeah, I take time. I'm a That's slow. Right. I'm a slow You're boil. A tree. <laughs> yeah, I'm a tree. Yeah. Mel and I were taking a walk in the woods yesterday, and we were looking at all these huge, like majestic pine trees. And I was like, you know what, Mel? A tree never does anything fast, ever. A tree is like, I'll get to it when I feel like it. Like that tree didn't grow 200 feet tall and 25 feet around by, going, going. by hurrying. <laughs> like, pushing. like pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Those trees took their time and they're going to do anything one second faster than they mm-hmm. needed to. So remember that. It, it's a is. It, a tree is. And then it reminded it. me of um, Lord of the Rings and the Ents. And they were having their conversation about if I, they were going to join the war or not. This is so out of left field, but right, something I just go. gotta share with people. To, and and I checked too. You can just go watch this part on YouTube. Yesterday, I had not seen "Do the Right Thing." Spike Lee's "Do the Right mm-hmm, Thing" in a yeah. long time, and I caught it right at the beginning. It was in the morning too. It just got laid on the couch or on the TV. That opening sequence with Mama said, "Knock you out," and stuff the, with uh, Rosie Perez. Do it, doing the dance. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, but it's where been, she's in the. Oh wait, it's a. Well, not not. Uh, that's wrong song. Sorry, it's people. Not, not, it, no, it's it's a uh, public enemy. It's public enemy doing the song, and it's her dancing mm-hmm. like so aggressively and crazy, and like in the boxing gloves, and then she's in another outfit. Just I don't know that it was inspirational. I woke up yesterday and saw the way she, Rosie Perez has always been like a powerhouse. And that yeah. was when she was young, she don't fuck 89, around. and the way she just, oh, it like, it'll get you pumped. I like, love how she's the cop in those Seth Rogen movies. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite thing that she's ever done is that stuff. Pineapple Express. <laughs> yes. she's like I said, that was out of left field that just popped in my head. All right. Rosie well, Perez Shout out, Rosie. Ass. Hey, and we started this with Seth Rogen. We're going to end it with Seth Rogen. If anybody out there knows Seth Rogen, we need to have him on No Simple Road. I'm just we saying. We need to. We, I, that, that's a, like a bucket list life goal for me. Just like Sid's bucket. Uh, bucket. Jack Black. Yeah, Jack, she wants to be Jack Black's daughter in some movie sitcom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's make that happen, guys. That's All not right. too big of a thing. No. Um, yeah, visualize <laughs> and then pick up the phone if you know him. Anyway. <laughs> Let's go out with a couple ohms. All right. For our visualization. All right. Oh, All right, Jack Black and oh, Seth Rogen. Get back to us from No Simple Road. <laughs> All right. Inhale. Oh. See you next week. We love you guys.
Take care of each other. Peace out, guys. Smile at a stranger. Be kind. Wash your hands. Hand sanitizer. We love you. We love you. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. Hi listeners, I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.